As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. coming at you here on this fine void toba morning it's the sweeping sensation that's sweeping the nation and i'm gonna do it to you right here and right now wow with beyond the void horror podcast that's right hey ragman <laughs> yeah baby what's up we're back it's happy halloween everybody it is the end of voidtober that's right guys so thank you so much for joining us this month for the entire month of all the different uh movies and everything that we've recorded i tried to do more than i could <laughs> honestly i just there was no time like i wanted to do a top best of you know vhs anthology and all that but i dude i just i couldn't even barely keep myself together so busy but this i'll tell you what this is probably one of the best halloweens i've had in like fucking years Forever. yeah it's like fucking christmas all right and i got a few thanks that i have to give here uh, by the way but first this is episode 350 happy halloween episode guys happy voidtober happy halloween this week we're gonna be talking about one movie and one movie only and you're gonna get it and you're gonna like it and you're gonna sit the fuck no i'm just kidding <laughs> No, we actually uh, watched and we're going to talk about and review with all kinds of trivia, trick or treat, not trick or treat or trick, trick or treat, trick and treat. It's trick or treat from 1986. The Supreme Metal one. Okay, that's the one we're going to be talking about. Is it metal or is it 80s metal? It's metal. It's metal. Okay, just chill out. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to be talking about that. Um, I did want to give some thanks here, though. We had a $10 fucking thanks, super thanks from Zach Wom. Thank you so much. Also, another shout out to Stephen Biro, who actually is the uh, owner and guy who basically started Unearthed films which he sent me out a care package and holy shit there's like six or seven fucking movies in that thing (laughs) so he sent out a care package for that so thank you very much i'll be talking about that and might even do a giveaway we'll see um on that on that particular uh video so you might want to sign up for the longlivethevoid.com and go to our vip club section and sign up now because you might be able to get something. I'm just giving you a heads up. I don't have 100% confirmation just yet, but that's just our emailer that we send out that every month, every week, 
that basically tells you when we get a new episode for the podcast and some of our newer videos. But also, I do want to give a shout out to Michael Connor, a.k.a. Resolution 67, who has basically taken it upon himself to basically try to prop up our podcast and the YouTube and everything here at Beyond the Void by trying to help us out with a ton of stuff. We literally got in so many fucking packages the past week. I don't even know what to say. Like, Say thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to give him a shout out here. We'll be doing like a mega fucking uh, hall. That, mega Voidtober hall. Yeah, dude. It's going to be like the biggest hall that I've ever done on this channel because- It's going to be like two and a half hours. No, it's not going to be that long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're gonna, they're like, yeah, I'm not watching that one. Thanks, Christina. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Christina was like, Jesus Christ, what is going- We like opened the door- it's like a line of packages. There was just packages all over the fucking patio. And we're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, did someone throw up fucking UPS here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> or Amazon, I guess. But anyway, thank you so much to all of you guys for helping support the channel. You know, we have other people that help out as well. And thank you guys for that. As well as you guys who are listening, I really, really, really appreciate everyone. So if you feel left out, don't because... Every one of you, in my opinion, is a piece of the puzzle here, and it just means the fucking world to me. So if you know somebody that would enjoy this podcast, make sure you give them a fucking link and tell them to fucking follow or, you know, bad things will happen. Just don't hurt anybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a lot more coming to you in the coming weeks. So a lot of physical media I'm going to be doing on the YouTube and on here. So anything that I've ever done on YouTube, I'll do on the podcast. Anything I've ever done on the podcast, I'll do on YouTube, etc. You Got get, it. You get the picture, right? Got it. So anyway, how are you, Christina? How's things for Voidtober and Halloween? And Well, didn't do much, but I am going to a Halloween party, so that's exciting. That's right, yeah. I'm going to stay here and work. I'm going to dress up as Pearl. That's right, run yeah. run around like, I'm a star, I'm a star. This is why I'm not going, because I don't want to die. You know, because she kills everyone around her. Well, except her husband. Well, yeah, but I, that was like when she was older, and you're not old yet, so we got to be careful. But she still didn't kill her husband. She killed her boyfriend oh, she... in the movie. Oh, she. Oh, an ex. Or something, yeah, I don't know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know what? You killed my fucking joke, okay? So maybe you should just chill out, Pearl. Well, that's why I'm here. Yeah, you fucking Pearl. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Maxine's coming out, I think, next year. Yeah. Are you excited to see that? Nah. It's nah, the we'll 80s see. one, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm curious about it. I wasn't a big fan of X, so. Yeah, but you love Pearl. Well, it, I love parts of Pearl. You, you're you you're one of those people that like, you like those uh, period piece kind of movies when they go back to That the... is uh, related to like Wizard of Oz stuff. That's why. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's a scarecrow. She's on a bicycle. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't pay that close attention. The shots, the way they shot it, it was kind Well, of yeah, definitely a lot of the shots. It felt yeah. like a like a studio yeah. in a lot of ways. Wizard of Oz, yeah. bitch. Gotcha. Also, did you hear that Best Buy's ending all their dicks? <laughs> all their dicks. Nice. Disc. Their disc sales. I didn't even know they sold dick. <laughs> Shit. Disc sales. I guess it's a female thing. Do they have like a door where no, they slide open the? That's the, the, the sporting goods store. Okay. That's <laughs> no, no. I'm saying, do they have one of those doors that you walk up to and then you say a secret password like "sloppy ding dong," and then they give you a like a ding dong or something? I don't know what you're talking about. 
Anyway, Best Buy is going to stop selling Blu-rays and everything else online and in store. I thought that was interesting, the online part. Like, they're not going to even sell online. Oh. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what me. I thought. Well, that's, I think we, I think I was talking to this about somebody with somebody about this. It's weird that they're not doing the online because why wouldn't they do the online? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they must not be making that much money. And when you still have to hold the inventory, like, you know, you have to, to gauge like what, What's, the shipping and yeah, stuff. Yeah, what's going to be more risky and cost more money. So that's probably why. But I'm watching out for sales because they're supposed to liquidate. I guess they're supposed to liquidate everything at the end of the year. I think they're waiting until after the holidays and they might be like liquidating. How much you want to bet the fucking Dollar Tree gets or the dollar store gets all of Hell them? Hell yeah, know? I hope so. You know, it's funny too because when you go into Walmart, I went into Walmart today because I had to buy the 1989 Taylor Swift release, you oh know, because it came out. So I had to go in there and buy it and in the movie section, like like the only the only thing locked up is the movies, like the DVDs of the movies. All that's like locked up behind a glass case, and then they literally have merchandise. It's like a museum now, pretty much. <laughs> and then it's literally like empty disc shelves, and then um, merchandise like Funko Funko things. They have a, a Netflix little tiny section for netflix with the Ugh. you know with little funko stuff like well, it's, you know it's really weird you know what's interesting though is like I, I, by the way if you guys don't know i had an interview with jason from sinister cinema reviews who invited me over on his live to speak with the director of when evil lurks and terrified demian rugna as he says um, and he was telling us that he doesn't even collect physical media and he just started collecting physical media because in in Argentina, well, yeah, because it's like he's like we're not you know a big booming economy for that kind of stuff. Right. So you know they have theaters and stuff, but it wasn't like a collector's paradise out there or anything like that. So right. which made us kind of like Jason's got like a whole wall of them behind him in the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's interesting to think of that perspective, you know, like right. how we look at it as like, oh well, my God, how, how dare you? It's because we're in a capitalistic consumer society, though, too. So Sure. Which it also is, is also weird because now like all these DVDs and stuff or Blu-rays and stuff are all, all going to be boutique things collector well, things and then i also read like uh best buy like one of the decisions why they stopped the selling them is because uh nobody was buying our other stuff so we were like fuck you guys uh netflix stopped <laughs> sending out their dvds september 29th of this year like last month i didn't even know they were still sending out dvds i know i thought they stopped at like season two of fucking stranger no things. they were still mailing out dvds uh, Mark Randolph, the co-founder of Netflix and the first CEO of Netflix, because he was he that's what he started with. It started as a, a mail order movie oh, DVD. Yeah. And that was 25 years ago. And he said the first DVD they mailed out, it was Casino, which I thought was funny. So the last DVD was sent out September 29th. Mark, who isn't no longer with Netflix, he's not with them anymore. He received a package from the Netflix DVD team department uh, with this whole care package. And he also received the casino disc in the Netflix thing. 
Oh, wow. uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then he had this really cool story about Boogie Nights. And then he was like, and then he went outside and some kid was like, hey, I'm collecting for my collection of horror movies. And he punched him in the face and he was like, get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. He, he also received like a, a really cool thank you note from the whole department. I just feel like Netflix is just going to kill. Like they're the reason that it's going to die now because of stuff like that. It's funny. No, it's 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 advanced. Of course it's going to kill it. It's like like Uber killed Taxi. Well, well I mean more like because like they don't want to release their movies that they put out on disc. Because no one's going to buy them. Well, that's not true. It's just they don't know how to market it no, because they're stupid. It's because you're paying a subscription every month so you can watch it. And you're paying every month instead of just once. So maybe they should make a subscription service where you get their physical media too. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. And look at that. Look at And they did. And look at how it worked out for them. What subs- They closed it down. Bullshit. No, I'm talking about their fucking, like, to keep. <laughs> a subscription that you keep. You, I would pay more to Netflix if I knew I was going to get physical copies of stuff that I wanted. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't know, but a lot of people, they, a majority of people do not collect like yeah, you whatever. do. I think it's stupid. I think all of you who don't like fucking physical media are going to regret it one day because what they're going to do is like they do with every fucking thing is they'll delete it. They'll change it. They'll delete it. Like they're fucking George Lucas or something. They're going to come in and wipe all of your nostalgia and all your fucking favorite things away because it just doesn't make financial sense. Or somebody's going to say, ah, that's not very kosher these days and that'll be gone too. You know, I get it. Don't watch it if you don't like that kind of thing, but it, 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 at least have the option. You know what I mean? You sound like such an angry old man right now. I, I am because I think the physical media is important. When you guys, when the fucking apocalypse happening, you're going to be coming to my house to watch movies, okay? That's the way it works. there's going to be so much electricity. Well, uh, we'll make it happen. We'll get some zombies on a fucking treadmill and get them fucking working for it, Christina. I think you just need to accept the fact that People don't collect. They don't buy movies. No, that's not how it works. Yes, it did. No, how it no, works. no, People no, no, movies. no, no. They said the same thing with fucking radio. And what happened? Vinyl is still around. No, it made a comeback. It was not always around. I don't it went away. Uh, listen, young buck. In, I don't care what you have to say, Taylor CDs Swift, who went out, out and bought a CD. Did I buy the vinyl? No, but you bought a fucking CD. Which yeah, even, and I have nowhere to fucking play less, it on. Even less valuable and less places to fucking play that piece of shit. I know because I wanted it for the artwork. All right. Well, just listen to me. Don't listen to her dumbass. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? I I adore collecting, and it's not because I'm fucking old. It's because I fucking love movies. And if you actually love movies, you can put them on a fucking drive. But guess what? I'll take a magnet and wipe your whole fucking family out. Okay? Your whole fucking collection is gone like that. But with mine... No. Fires can take them out. Yes, okay. But if you're wanting to sell your collection, please hit us up. They're like they're they're like, I'm gonna firebomb his house for saying that shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm just mad. I'm mad. I don't care. I never bought movies from Best Buy anyway. But a lot of those fucking uh the 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 what do you call them? The the metal 
collectors. The steelbooks. The steelbook collectors used, are going to be pretty pissed about that. And they used to do they used to do Best Buy exclusives too. Right. Well, they did that to try to get people it. to come in. That was the whole point of people coming into those stores is to to use it as a lure to get them to buy their electronics and stuff. Right. Just like Fry's did with their electronics store. Hey, look at them now. Yeah, they're all gone. But that's just because people are too lazy and Amazon's made it too Am- easy. Yeah, Amazon is. Yeah. Yeah. Destroyed everything, but, I, but that doesn't mean you should kill off physical media. If we're all going to be warehouses anyway, what's the fucking difference if you have a whole storage full of fucking movies? Like, who cares? <laughs> Pieces of shit. Anyway, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it has been a really good month. So I'm glad you're doing good. I, I had a really good time this month. Dude, I'm just like, seriously, it's like Christmas. Like, fuck Christmas. Who needs Christmas when you got fucking Void Dober? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all you guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I am. Uh, there, we got a few things that we're looking forward to. November, we're going to slow things down a little bit as far as like the horror. But we'll have plenty of stuff to put out. It's just going to be on the podcast. We're probably going to tone it back to a little lighter stuff than horror a little more adjacent stuff i think mm-hmm. just to kind of give people some breathing room and a little bit more and to get ready for christmas yeah we're gonna have a we're probably gonna do a couple of weeks of the holidays or holiday horror and then we gotta wrap up the year yeah I'll well spend, you, you have to wrap up yeah the i'm year. gonna spend about two or three weeks like pounding movies all day all night mm-hmm. which is like work it's not even having a vacation really mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know we'll be back this first or second week of january and uh I'll still be doing YouTube videos and stuff like that, by the way, guys. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, make sure you're following the YouTube. We're almost at, I think we just hit 4,000 fucking subscribers. So we're at like 4,040 right now. So you, YouTube was like, hey, you hit 4,000. And I was like, yeah. Let's demonetize all your videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, just all of Steven's bullshit. All, <laughs> all his fucking... <laughs> crazy movies, you know what I mean? Like all the unearth films for some reason. So if you see that and and, and every time I, I reply to YouTube and say, Hey, there's nothing wrong with this video and they check it. Sure enough, four days go by, nothing's wrong with it, but everybody's already seen the video and doesn't care about it because they basically suffocate your video mm-hmm. from getting any algorithm. Right. What I think they should do is that if if their system fucks it up, they have to re-implement the video out like it would if it was brand new Mm -hmm. so that the algorithm catches it just like it would if you were to put a regular video out that didn't get flagged. Right. Personally, you know, like that would be nice. But yeah, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Halloween, Uh, bitch. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Horse shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to do our shot based around the movie Trick or Treat because that's the only movie we did this week. So we were trying to think on what we would do. Christina went out and got the ingredients pre ahead of time because she's good like that. And one of the ingredients is pumpkin eggnog because I thought it would be a good transition to transition into the holidays. Yeah, because we got pumpkin and we got trick or treat and it's it's actually quite eggnogs kind of Christmassy. Did we decide a name on this one? Yeah, Ragman. Ragman. That's right. We're calling this a uh, Ragman based on the character Eddie Weinbauer, who's his nickname or stage name or whatever you want to call it is Ragman. In fact, this movie is called Ragman in Germany, I think, because they don't celebrate (laughs) 
trick or treat or something like that in other countries. It might be Australia I'm thinking of. Oh. Yeah, because some places, believe it or not, do not celebrate Halloween. So good well, on you. It's ya. because of Satan, Alex. Good yeah. on you. Yeah. Well, we didn't. Uh, we didn't ban witches out here. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> we don't hate each other like you. <laughs> now to all our Australian and uh, Kiwi friends. Hello. Good day. Anyway. Horrible accent. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to mix them. Anyway, so she got pumpkin eggnog, and we mixed it with. Whiskey. What kind? Black velvet. A shot of black velvet. So it's just like basically a shot, like a like a whiskey glass filled to the brim with eggnog and one shot of... Black velvet whiskey. So ragman to ragman to trick-or-treat to Voidtober to uh, a great month and thanks to everybody. Yay. To, to be on the void. To be on the void. I already drank half wine. <laughs> really good. Oh, wow, you just drank the whole thing. You have a little mustache there, a little mm. eggnog. <laughs> mm, that is really good. I like it. I put a little bit. I put You a, would. I put a pretty full uh, shot in yours, by the way, so. Oh, I can taste it. But you like it. I like it. It's, it's good. It's sweet enough, right? Yeah, I don't know if I like pumpkin eggnog as a whole, but it tastes pretty good together. It's okay. Yeah, I kind of figured it would with whiskey or rum or something. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to drink. I mean, I don't want to sit there because that's the thing that bothers me is like any kind of milky product or something that's been sitting there and gets warm. It In my mind, it curdles just by thinking about it. <laughs> so then I feel like every time I go to sip it, it's going to be like a chunk of like a curdle. A little like cheese clump is going to fucking brace like... Touch my For lip some or reason, my... it makes me think of my grandparents. My grandparents were from the Depression, <laughs> so they kept everything no matter what. And one year, mm-hmm. my grandmother gave us the little, like, the C's candies, like the little cake candies covered in chocolate. Uh, C's candies. And I, I might have told this story before, but I don't care. I bit into it, and then my mouth opened. I looked at it, and there was fucking mold inside the goddamn C's candy thing. Ew. And so I had to, like, turn my back towards my grandma so I could spit it out into my hands. <laughs> I mean, fuck her. I mean, she gave me old candy. I mean, I'm like, how, I wanted to be like, how long did you keep this candy yeah. for? Jesus Christ, Grandma. I see candies out in the shed but that's again, been out there since 1925. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Since the depression, we've been saving it since then. Speaking of depressions, this episode is brought to you by Wellbutrin. Thanks for sharing. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not represented by Wellbutrin by any means. But we'll take that big pharma money. Yeah, come on, baby. Bob gonna roll. I'm it. just kidding. There's a pharmacy strike going on November first. Oh, that's so right. So don't shop CVS <laughs> or Walgreens. Yeah, don't do drugs, uh, meth heads. By the way, so help do your part. What is that? That makes no sense. <laughs> well, they boil down all the the drugs. In, you're not paying attention. How do you think meth comes around? You know. I know that, but anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, so if you would like to do a ragman, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Now that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to jump into our flesh and potatoes of Voidtober Ends with Trick or Treat. (laughs) Right now. 
right. Christina did some of the work on this one. Thank you, I by tried. the way. Trick or Treat was released October 24th, 1986, just in time for Halloween. Booyah. A bully teenage boy is devastated after the death of his heavy metal idol, Sammy Kerr. But as Halloween night approaches, he discovers that he may be the only one who can stop Sammy from making a satanic comeback from beyond the grave. Tagline. A deadly obsession turns into a spine-tingling horror. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of weak if you think about it. Yeah. I would be like, Sammy's back and he's going to rock your fucking skull out. out." Out of all of the taglines, there was like five. That was the best one. (laughs) Jesus, man. They're pretty bad. It needs to be more metal, you know, like Sammy's back and he's going to blow out your fucking anal cavity. That's you know, a like, good one. With one of, rock and roll. One of them was like, rock and roll's gonna kill you. Something like that. I like that better than this. I was this. like, rock and roll? Is this rock and roll? Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, directed by Charles Martin Smith. He is an actor, writer, and director. Mostly an actor. He plays Mr. Wimbley in this movie. Mm-hmm. The, and- the, uh, the principal, the guy that's wearing the... Um, what is it called? The the nose and mustache thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. What is it from? It's from uh, Bananas. Huh? Ah, I have no idea. Someone stuck a banana in your tailpipe here. Yeah? He was in American Graffiti. Yeah. He was in the Buddy Holly story, Never Cry Wolf, Starman. This was the first movie he directed, and he directed Dolphin Tale from 2011, A Dog's Way Home from 2019, A Christmas for Bob from you know, 2020. Do you know how he got his start? How? As an actor on The Brady Bunch. Oh. By the way. Nice. Yeah. Written by Rhett Topham, Michael S. Murphy, Joel Soisen. The story was by Rhett. He did 976 Evil from 1988, and he wrote two episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Mm -hmm. The screenplay is by Michael. He's mostly a producer. He produced Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, District 9 and Dread. Joel, also uh, on the screenplay, he wrote The Prophecy 3, The Accent. The Ascent. (laughs) The Ascent. The the Ascent. Sorry. Uh, Highlander Endgame, Dracula 2000, and Mimic 2. Also, there was an uncredited uh, writer on this who was also a star in the film. His only role in the film, which was Eddie's best friend, Roger who wears the glasses and uh, does the bidding of uh, Sammy. Oh. His uh, real name is Glenn Morgan. This is his only acting credit, but did you know that he actually went on to be a huge writer, producer, and even a director, Christina? Oh, no, I did not know this. Early trivia unlocked. (laughs) That was good. Aside from being an uncredited writer on this movie, he went on to write TV shows and movies like 30 episodes of 21 Jump Street, Millennium, Final Destination 1 and 3, Black Christmas, which he also wrote and directed, and Willard, which he also wrote and directed. Wow. He also wrote uh, X-Files, 17 episodes. He won an award for three of them. He also wrote Lore, you know, the TV show Lore based off the podcast. Right. Twilight Zone 2019. He did like two or three episodes in that. Uh, Almost Paradise. He's basically produced most all of those too. So crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> okay, we. Uh, but it stars Mark Price, who plays Eddie. 
He was Skippy in Family Ties. Mm. He was also in Killer Tomatoes Eat France from 1992 and Hell's Bells from 2020. Yeah, we watched an old episode of him as Skippy. On, yeah, he looked the same as in this. Well, he was nerdier. He was time. way nerdier. Not as cool as in this not movie. Not as cool. Not yeah. as cool. Okay, we got Tony Fields, who plays Sammy Kerr. He's the rock star, right? Yeah. Uh, he appeared in numerous music videos, including Michael Jackson's Beat It and mm. Thriller, and was also featured in the Making of Thriller special, which was huge in 1985. Mm. Um, he also appeared in Lionel Richie's Running With The Night. Unfortunately, he died of HIV-related cancer in 1995 at the age of 36. HIV-related cancer, Jesus. Yeah, that's that sounds like that hurts. Yeah, it's terrible. And for such a talented person, and I've never heard of him before. What an image, too. Like, he does a really good job in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he really does. But we'll talk about it in a second here. Uh, we got Li- Lisa Orgolini, who plays Leslie. Uh, she was in Shining Through from 1992, Born to Ride from 1991, and House of Glass from 1992. We have Doug Servant, who plays Tim. Uh, he was in- The De- bully, by the way. Yeah, the bully. He was in the Desperate Housewives TV show from the early 2000s. He was also in Godzilla from 1998. And Teen Wolf. He was in Teen Wolf from 1985. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. He was probably one of the basketball the, players. I pro- would, or probably. or he could have been the boyfriend of the girl that Michael J. Fox hooks up with. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. It, no, no, blonde. no. It's not the boyfriend because he had the big eyebrows. He was like black haired guy. Oh, okay. But yeah, this guy. Anyway, by the way, that was the Godzilla, the Matthew Brock, Broderick Godzilla. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that chick from x-files was in that okay all right uh i just have to mention there's a character in her name jenny i couldn't find the the actress's name but she's the female friend and she looks exactly like Lori laughlin from full house that bitch who went to jail because <laughs> wow. she 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 paid away anyway i just wanted to she's just note. one of thousands of people that actually do that shit you know she just happened to get yeah, caught I, that's I about it i know but i'm just wanted to mention that she is not in this movie, but this lady looks exactly like her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also got Gene Simmons. He plays Nuke, the morning DJ. Yeah, the guy that I, I reproduced in the beginning of this Which episode. Which did a very good job. Thank you. Thank and you. of course, we know Gene Simmons from Kiss, the band. And then uh, we got Ozzy Osbourne. He plays Reverend Aaron Gilstone. Which is weird that they had a full name because I don't yeah. even remember it. I just remember them calling him Reverend. And did you have another one? Oh, well, I have the special effects that are done by Kevin Yeager, who also, by the way, directed two episodes of Tales from the Crypt, Hellraiser, Bloodlines, which I'm getting in the mail soon, thanks to Resolution 67, Michael Connor. Thank you, buddy. But Yeager has done effects for Friday the 13th, the final chapter, Elm Street 2, 3, and 4. He does he does the makeup for Freddy. <laughs> he was so popular during that time that I actually had him come on to do Freddy's, Freddy's Nightmares as well. He did work on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Face the Music. He also did The Borrower, Man's Best Friend. Uh, He directed Hellraiser Bloodline. And he also did The Dentist and more as far as like uh, makeup effects. But a bonus, he was the lead singer in this movie, by the way. Oh, for the band that got kicked off? The kick. Yeah, the kickers. Yeah. The kickers that get Sammy. Kicked off. Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) He dies on stage in a pretty eloquent way. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, but yeah. So I couldn't find a budget on this, but opening weekend it made 
two million uh, nine hundred twelve thousand, and then gross it made six million seven hundred ninety-seven thousand. So it tripled. It tripled. That's pretty good, right? Right. That's not bad. I don't. You know, I don't remember this coming out because I, I don't remember it at all for any reason whatsoever. So I don't know. And I was old enough to be able to go because I'm old. Fuck. You're almost that age. You were probably- I don't remember. I've never heard of this movie. Really? Yep. Well, uh, do you want to go first then? No, you go ahead. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I actually, the first time I watched this, I was not a huge fan of it. But upon second watch or third watch, technically, because I watched this three times now, um, probably 10 times if you count how many times I fucking total narcolept out. <laughs> uh, but no, I actually went back and watched the whole thing again today, perfectly awake. And yeah, I really enjoyed it, actually. I think there's a lot that happens in this movie yeah it's nothing that's like extremely super original i mean the whole play that record backwards it's a message for the suckers is like a you know typical tropey metal devil thing right right so yeah i don't know i just i really like this movie i think it's actually pretty good it's a good halloween movie for sure it's not the most amazing thing i've ever seen it's not going to be the top of the list for everybody maybe some old metalheads or something like that some ozzy osbourne fans some gene simmons fans or you know just just fans of metal in general or something you know i think the gate and this are probably the two closest to playing that record bad things happen kind of things right there was another yeah, there was another movie called uh, Shocker something. I can't remember. It was it's kind of like a ripoff of this movie, mm-hmm. only not as good. It was I don't know how to explain it. Um, but there's a few movies like it, and I think this one's pretty cool because there's a lot of little nuggets along the way. Some of those nuggets aren't that great, but there's a lot of little instances of things happening that lead up to it. I like the whole mythology behind anywhere that the music's played, he could pop up kind of like a Freddy character. A lot of people say that he's like a Freddy character in this because he just pops up out of thin air all the time. Out of electricity. Yeah, there's uh, some connections in in some of the lore in that when they were writing it, they actually were kind of thinking about Freddy Krueger. So makes sense, you know, Uh, who wasn't inspired by Freddy at that time anyway. You know what I mean? Like that was like the biggest shit going on. (laughs) So but yeah, there's some a little bit of gore, not much, not not a whole lot or anything like that. Um, There is some cool like shocker moments, you know, like it's a little silly. You know, there's some silly stuff in it, but some of the practical effects are pretty cool. I liked I don't know, just the aesthetic of it all is kind of cool. You know, it didn't really remind me too much of the 80s that much uh, other than the hair metal band stuff, you know. Right. But I don't know. It's cool. I like it. It's not a perfect film, but I still think it deserves some credit. It's easy to watch. I would like to own it at some point in time. And fortunately, it's coming out on 4K thanks to Synapse Films. Oh. Part of the reason that we haven't been able to get a copy out is because of the rights issues for the music. Oh, so when you see movies that have tons of music in it and it's this big popular thing, a lot of the times the reason that that movie hasn't been repressed or resold is because it costs so much money to have the rights to all of those songs, you know, or all those people or everyone that's involved. Right. Like, I'm sure and I don't know for sure, uh, but I feel like it would be Ozzy Osbourne gets a chunk of that. Gene Simmons gets a chunk of that. Maybe they probably were like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, for a little bit of money and a little on the back end, mm-hmm. you know? Right. 
Because they help push this movie, and it's cool to see Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons in this, you know? We even almost got to see, like, another rock star that was going to be in this movie. There's some fun trivia on it, by the way. But, yeah, I think the performances in it are very 80s. It's very typical stuff, but kind of a fun little, like, school, high school fucking bullied kid you know, it reminds me of Satanism. Yeah, it totally reminds me of fucking Stranger Things in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because, like, Eddie. Yeah, think about totally. it. That's Eddie, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his name is Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, probably more because of Eddie Van Halen and, like, Sammy, the, the rocker. Right. Who's, like, crazy is probably Sammy Hagar or, you know, one of those people that were doing at the time, you know. Mm hmm. But yeah, I like it. I think it's a good film. I think it's got some fun things in it. I really wish I would have seen a little bit more. It is a little disjointed in some of the stuff that it does, but it's not a bad 80s movie. And I think if you like metal or any of those people that we talked about, it's definitely something you should watch. Uh, it may not be your favorite film that they've ever been in or anything, but it'll be something that you probably want to keep you know, and watch occasionally. I think it's like a 6.5, maybe even a 7 but I think it's more of a 6.5 for me out of 10. What about you? I thought, and I read it was a horror comedy and it's listed as a horror comedy. I did not take this. I mean, it's pretty a, over the top. So yeah, the humor isn't laid out. I the, thought it was more serious. I didn't think it was a comedy at all. I didn't even see the humor in some of the things. So I, I guess did. I just didn't get that. Um, and also, I thought there would be more of a satanic thing going on, and there wasn't really, except, you know, for the, demon. the you know, the, the spinning the shit backwards, spinning the music backwards, yeah, and the demon. I like that. I th but it was, I felt like it was more of a possession movie than a satan. Right. Like sa I guess I wanted the kids to be more into Satan <laughs> than, yeah, than it just popping up out of nowhere, you know what I mean? kind of like more like a possessed record movie. Right. Yeah. The, and the music to me was very bland. Like, it wasn't really like metal. It wasn't even like 80s metal. It was just like lacking. I thought the style was there. Like, the metal, the 80s metal hairband kind of style yeah. was there. But, uh, there, like you said, there wasn't really any gore in it. Um, there were some cool parts, though. And Ozzy as a reverend was really cool. And there was a cool part with the TV that was really cool. Um, a lot of people being turned into ash. <laughs> yeah. I thought, uh, I thought Gene Simmons and Ozzy's acting was, was well done and probably better than the whole. You've seen them. The yeah. actors in the movie. They did better there than they did in the reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs> but. Sharon, shut up, Sharon. But. Well, he was old in that, but yeah. I did think that Tony Fields, who who did the rocker guy, he was really good. I thought he did a great job. He was really creepy. Yeah. I just wish there was more of him because right. it was only in like parts, more parts towards the end, of course. But dude, it he's was a really scary looking dude in this movie. Like he's like part sexy, scary, you know? Right. Like that, he like has that fucking sax man look, right? But like with like the fucking like the gothic satanic fucking metal, uh, I don't know. Almost like, like the saxophone player in the Lost Boys. That's what I said, the sax man. Oh, well, that's I didn't know is. you meant Lost Boys. Yeah, I thought it focused focused too much on the school, like the bullies and the school, the school bullies, and then the love interest. I, I think that I thought there was way too much of that, especially with the bullies because it didn't really go anywhere. Um. Uh, oh, the ending was really lackluster. 
I didn't really enjoy the ending. There's boobs in it. But the movie was fun, but it really isn't that good. I don't know. I like it. It's better than Mad Dog with Alice Cooper, but not a memorable Halloween movie for me. So mm. I gave it a four out of ten. Four out of ten. Huh. I don't know. I like there's something about it that I like. It's like it's not super gory or anything like that, but I just like the vibe of it. I like the idea of like somebody jumping out of your electronics to kill you. <laughs> and there's some pretty cool effects that they do in it too. So like even if it doesn't have like a lot of gore and uh, you know, it barely hits an R because of probably because of the nudity more than anything of course <laughs> but like it's just cool like <laughs> there's some like really over the top fucking rock tropes in here that i love and uh i don't know that's what it does for me so mm-hmm. it's not great no right but i think i think i would rewatch this easy i didn't like it like the first time so maybe you have to watch it a second time you'll like it a little bit more you know i doubt it <laughs> okay i don't want to watch it again she's angry She's angry at me. Happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) What's new? (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, uh, that is a, let's figure this out, a 5.25 between the two of us. Terrible. That's a just above average, just barely by a fucking pubic hair, a rock star's pubic hair over the middle. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, we do have some trivia, though, that's pretty interesting that you might not have heard of and uh, did a little bit of work on this one. Um, so if you don't want anything spoiled, of course, you can actually watch this on Screenbox, which just coincidentally happened yesterday, which is Thursday. They actually just released it. Was it today? I don't know. One of this week, it just happened to be released on Screenbox. So if you want to start up a fucking thing, I think they charge $15 for like six months. So not bad. we signed up for the six month thing because I was just like, I'm not going to pay $8 or six bucks when we can just have six months for like you know right. nothing. So it was like three extra months for like 15 bucks or something like that. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're not supported or by them or anything like that. We've watched their movies, but yeah, they don't, they don't sponsor us or anything like that just a just a way for you guys to watch it we were a little worried about that before we we did this episode so it's like holy shit Screenbox like came in with the fucking save right there so but yeah also keep an eye out for synapse at the end of this year for the 4k so if you want to watch it you can check it out then but uh yeah if you don't want anything spoiled here's your warning so in the movie when eddie goes to see gene simmons or nuke right at the thing he gives him a record and on that record you can see it says the name of the unreleased album and it's called songs in the key of death taylor's version (laughs) jesus she's talking about taylor swift no (laughs) it's sammy's version And yes, no, it's a a play off the song or the songs of the key of life by Stevie Wonder. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, Also, there is a marquee that we saw in the movie that said Lunch of the Dead. Right. Not connected to anything, by the way. It's just Just a funny title. Just a funny title that they thought thought they could put up on the on the marquee. Usually there's some sort of nod. Right. To another movie. Yeah. But they just didn't do it. So Mm -hmm. the there is a demon in the movie that appears in on top of the girl when she like comes out of it and realizes that Sammy's like finagling her through the stereo or Walkman or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh she like it's like based on the origin of Sammy, which the 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 demon is called Skeezix. 
which is the demon mascot essentially for Sammy. Oh, okay. There was supposed to be more scenes with that creature, oh, but they never they never did. That sucks. Because imagine they just had that one three second scene. <laughs> Yeah, I barely remembered it. Do you know how many time they probably spent on just that, that thing? thing. Probably like three days, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like Totally forgot about it. For three seconds. That's just Hollywood for you, I guess. It's too scary. It's too scary. No, it was silly. It kind of looked like the fucking, a bigger version of the demon in Demons 2. Uh, the baby demon that comes up yeah. out of the child. Right. <laughs> Which I always thought, which I watched, it was on the TV out there. Mm-hmm. You know how you play Shudder in the background? Right. Well, it just happened, Demons 2 happened to be on, and that scene came up with the baby. Oh. And I was like, oh, nice. This is the, like, craziest, schlockiest shit that Bava did and his stuff, Lamberto Bava. And uh, I, I was thinking about it, and I think that that's an homage to Trilogy of Terror. Oh, okay. Because of the way it screams and shit, and the way it's, like, coming at her. Mm-hmm. It's so vicious, like Trilogy of Terror. Anyway, just deep thoughts by Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, all of his lines were ad-libbed. In fact... He did good. Yeah, in fact, he did so much that they have 45 minutes of <laughs> him talking to that guy. He must have been high. I don't know, but it was a lot. <laughs> I wonder if somebody has like the full thing of that. That'd be funny to have, right? Right. Um, Gene Simmons, who is obviously from Kiss, the co-founder and bassist, was offered the role of Sammy Kerr, but he opted the cameo role of Eddie's friend, Rock DJ Nuke, instead as a sort of nod to DJ Wolfman. Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. Jack. This is Wolfman Jack. So many people like know him, especially from back then. I thought that was weird. I knew him when I was growing up. Oh yeah, I knew him too. Yeah, he was in he was in a couple of movies too. Yeah, where he did the radio DJ. Yeah, and I can't remember what they are. I think it was like the something of Johnny Lee, the Return. Did, of... Didn't they have him on Happy Days, or they referenced him on Happy oh, Days? Oh, I'm sure oh, because yeah, that's probably why he was around it. in the 50s and right. like on to the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. So he was just a huge DJ, rock DJ. Yeah, nobody listens to the radio anymore. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, the, we don't have any more DJs like that. Any. <laughs> and the ones that are, they're trying to try and too hard because there ain't nobody listening, I think. <laughs> anyway, um, Blackie Lawless, who is the lead singer and guitarist for Wasp, was a choice that they were going to pick for Sammy, who offered to write all of the music for the movie, but they didn't like it. <laughs> They didn't like his music enough to do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they wanted to have Fast Ways music in it, which did all the music for this. Oh. Um, they do the song called Trick or Treat, which is the one that's like, you know. Trick or treat. Uh, steal your Trick soul. Or treat. Yeah, like the one he does on stage. Oh, I was singing Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> no, no, no. But Blackie Lawless um, was still going to play Sammy, but he turned down the role because they wanted him to lip sync the Fast Ways music. And he was like, fuck no. If you don't want my music, I ain't doing it at all. Mm-hmm. So um, Eddie, who plays Ragman, a.k.a. Ragman, was based off of Rhett Toppums, the writer who did this. As he was a kid, everything about him is exactly him. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of him in this movie. So he kind of wrote him as a, you know, this awkward character right. for him. But do you know who almost played him? Who? Keanu Reeves. Oh my god, that would be fun. oh yeah, because all these people did like Bill and Ted's and shit. Yeah, too. That well, funny. Jaeger did, yeah, but I, I don't know. If he that... must have been so young. It was nineteen eighty six? He must have been so young. All I have to say to that is, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's something very strange going on at the school here, Ted. Um, also, Joel Soison, who's one of the other writers, says that the character Sammy comes back into existence the same way that Freddy Krueger did because of the scarring on his face. I didn't really understand that. Well, he died in a house fire. That's what I thought the scarring was from. Right. That's what I'm saying. That, that because so, Freddy died of, of being burned alive, you know, too. But I forget. I, I think it was more like he was thinking of how he could kill Sammy off and he like looked to Freddy. So he probably wanted to make a nod towards it. Because it was popular at the time, so he probably just told me. Anyway, part of the reason that this movie had troubles was... Oh, it was... Anyway. um, Yeah, that's pretty much it for all the trivia on this, though. I thought it was pretty interesting stuff, but do you want to talk about some of your favorite scenes, and then we'll uh, cap this up for the week? Well, one of the the earlier scenes that was funny was uh, that when uh, the bullies were chasing Eddie through the school oh is that when he gets when he sets him up to get fucking yeah with the 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 Ah. fire extinguisher and the t-shirt yeah that was like in the around the 25 minute mark yeah yeah but i mean that's really what kind of stood out for me because before that they like they had a a secret pool party at the school and i was like that the female invited him to right. and all the bully people were there. Dude, they try to fucking kill him, dude. They put yeah. a f- fucking weight in the back of his book bag. He can't get it off because the book bag's so heavy and he almost drowns because but Leslie comes in and saves him. Yeah. And he thinks that she fucking tried to kill him. Well, because she invited him there. Right. Like, he thought she set him up. Which would make sense because she does come out of nowhere to fucking save him all the time. Because she felt bad for him because uh, they stripped him naked and he was crawling (laughs) on his penis in the gym. Right. And couldn't get back in the locker room in front of all the ladies. (laughs) That was a a weird scene, but I love the montage in the very beginning because it, like, really kind of goes through his whole life really quick without having to, like... You know, they just right. play music and then like, that's it, you know, and it's kind of like it speeds through it pretty quick, you know, mm-hmm. to give you an idea who Eddie is. And uh, then, of course, when he goes to that pool party and he feels like he got set up, he goes home and out of anger, he hasn't played the record that fucking he got from Nuke that Nuke gave him. So he plays the record and all of a sudden he starts hearing like this, like backwards, you know, talk. satanic gibberish. And it's like, be the bait. You know, let them be the big fish. You're the bait. And so he gets the idea to like set up all these traps and everything so that when he throws the food onto the bullies, Tim, the bullies uh, and the bullies, like he throws his food on him at lunch, they go chasing after him. And he's like, you're dead. And there's one scene in that little mix that you were talking about that we were laughing about. I was right. like, <laughs> so like. They're, they're like tripping over these tables. They're get, tripping over the chair. There's a mop bucket that he poured on the ground and they slide. And you see this one bully fall. He slips on the water and they have this shot of him sliding on his back out through a door into the stairwell, shooting down the stairwell. And I was like, that guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's dead <laughs> because it's this really funny, jovial part. But that guy he just seems like whoop. <laughs> we we had to, disappeared. I, I had to watch it again because I was laughing so hard at that part. Um, one of my favorite parts is obviously when Sammy comes in and and um, Roger has stolen the tape out of Tim's car, which I think is funny how he like dresses the part to go help out his buddy. 
Mm-hmm. Like Eddie's like, you got to go steal the fucking tape out of Tim's car. I don't know what it did, but it's in there and you need to get it and then bring it and destroy it. And so, of course, Roger goes with his like thief outfit on his bicycle, on his bicycle. And he's dressed like in the middle of daytime and he's sticking a hanger in the side of the to car. To get the car open. Yeah. <laughs> Which funny. is funny. He gets the silver tape and he goes home and pops it in and then tells Eddie when before he plays it, that he destroyed the tape, but he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And when he puts the tape in, fucking Sammy appears and is like, um, you're going to do me a favor. You're going to fucking play this tape at midnight. <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, okay. And then he grabs the lady, this lady that she's uh, playing a character called Sylvia Cavill. She was uh, Alice Nunn, who you may recognize from... Large Marge sent you. From Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, so she gets grabbed out of the television by Sammy. (laughs) He grabs her neck and she instantly turns into like ash and then just throws her on the floor. And there's this scene where fucking Roger's trying to vacuum up that hard ash on the floor. Like, really messily after Sammy that leaves. That was funny. That, that was is funny. funny. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that shit is funny it's like to me. like this nonchalant type right. of... It's, okay. It's kind of like a dry humor in this movie, Which so... Which is shit I don't get. You usually miss on. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, I thought that was fucking hilarious. What other what other part do you got? What'd you got for me? Oh, yeah, she got grabbed out of the TV. Oh, when uh, the Lori Loftner... Laughlin, whatever yeah. her name is, uh, she was in the car, right? And then she puts the 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 um, oh, fuck, Jesus Christ, headphone Walkman, the, he- the Walkman headphones on, <laughs> and starts listening to that tape, which was meant for the bully. And then all this green mist appears, and like the green mist, like oh, you know, buttons her fucking shirt, it takes yeah. off her bra, you know. And then the it's the a big, great scene. It's one of my favorites. Oh my god! And then this monster. <laughs> Then this monster thing, like that's that was like really quick. This green goblin, um, she opens her eyes and then she sees yeah. this green goblin. Which it's Skeezix. That's and the Skeezix her character. Her ears, her ears got fried. Yeah, which looked like fucking peanut butter or something. I don't know, like, like green peanut butter or something. Yeah. That's weird. That's I, and that's how you know it's not Lori Laughlin because like she got naked in this. Well, you don't know that because if we, a lot of women back then, when they were young, that's what they had to do. That girl looked Stupid. totally eighties, though. She was a hundred percent totally eighties. Oh, with the yeah, feathery. Hair. Yeah, it was just the the hair, the makeup, everything about her. She was just totally eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say there was another scene that was just stupid. Uh, I, I, well, I, I actually like the, the, there's two. There's the one on the stage where the kickers are about to play for the fucking, you know, Halloween dance party. They have the Halloween dance party and the guy goes to turn up his amp and then a fucking Sammy's arm comes out of the amp and just grabs him by the throat and then pops him into an exploding, like, ash pile and the guitar goes flipping up in the air, <laughs> like spinning, like, you know, top over bottom. Right. And like Sammy's arm goes up and just grabs it, it in the air. And I was like, yeah. Like, how did no one see this other guy explode? Right. Well, and so they start dancing. And, and then shit. they don't even care that his friend, their friend, the lead singer of their band just exploded. And so then fucking Sammy 
he just starts playing. He starts banging on his leg, and the drummer starts fucking playing to the beat. And then all of a sudden, Sammy starts playing his and song. Like, Rock and roll steals your soul. Yeah. And then everybody starts playing along. And then there's in this in the fucking audience, there's one girl, and she's like, "Whoa, this guy's better than the real Sammy." It's <laughs> funny. So I thought that was really that was funny. And the part after that, that's totally cool. Like I don't know, it's just the the whole orchestration of that whole thing. Yeah, it was funny. really cool. Oh, oh, one more thing before I met, before you go. Um, uh, there was the <laughs> continue the scene. He starts shooting electric out of the fucking top of his guitar, and like it shoots people as they're running, and they turn into a pile of clothes. And like ash, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just shooting people with his guitar, the electricity, That's which crazy. is I thought was really funny. Like I don't know why, but it just I would have I could have seen like an entire movie of people just being turned into a pile of clothes like that all fucking movie, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I don't mind that there's not that much gore because it was funny to me, you know. Right. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, so Leslie, during all this shit going on, she decides she doesn't want to be in her costume anymore so she goes in the locker room and she takes a shower like what the fuck and doesn't what's his name walk in with her yes top, and topless then tim, or something? the bully tim yeah walks in there and then all of a sudden it's an almost rape scene yeah like what the Pretty fuck much, dude he, and then he hits her dude because yes, she turns him down because like, she won't kiss him back so yeah she, she fucking like decks her i guess they wanted you to feel more bad for him because it almost felt like eddie was being like the bully to him now so they like, wanted what, you to feel like like don't forget he's a really bad guy you know so the, dumb. there's that part too where eddie's in the machine shop and like because the record right. the record tells him to because he's having this conversation and it just automatically plays backwards for him and he's like it's for me and th- and then he tells roger he's like yeah it's it's for me i think and i'm like it said your fucking name yes it's for you <laughs> yeah, why would you even question it you know what i mean like but he goes in the machine shop and that fucking tim guy comes in there and is like you're fucking dead you think i'm some sort of pussy some fucking pipsqueak like he was like snap into a slim jim and <laughs> <laughs> like he's Randy Savage or some shit. Anyway, so <laughs> and then all of a sudden his head goes down into this like I don't know what it was, but it was like a like a spike, and it kept moving. Yeah, close. I don't know what it was either. I was like, it was a like a, the mechanic part of the school, like, right? Which is yeah, I don't know and what then that he's was though. Begging Eddie to stop it and turn off the power, and so Eddie does it out of uh, out of the kindness of his heart, right? And then the guy's like, it's not over yet. It's like, dude fucking give up man like jesus and so i love when he goes over after that girl dies with the earphones and then the pumpkins the flames come oh up. yeah they're standing outside his house like, i love how it's like he's protecting eddie yeah i kind of like that that's what i i really wish like if someone were to redo this in some way or something like that i bet you it would be right. like <laughs> it'd be better the music would probably be like something like uh like fucking what's his name I found you in a crowded room. I don't know. Who's that guy that does the R and B singing with fucking eighties music now? That's always popular. The weekend, yes. Like it'd be the weekend or something like that. Possessing him. Yeah, he'd put on the record and it'd be like idolizes uh, the weekend. You in a crowded place. (laughs) Everyone would be like, "Fuck this movie." Well, that's what they said about his TV show. It'd probably be like.
like something like you know like cannibal corpse or something like that it would you know? have to be yeah because i mean if you think about it like that's like the mainstream kind of metal in a way even though like it's ozzy and gene and all that it's still kind of mainstreamy right you know metal even if those are rock legends or whatever but like if they did something like cannibal corpse and they're like this song's about bleeding out of your cock <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, like everybody in the audience starts, he just shoots people with like his blood cock, you know, and they all melt in the audience like fucking. Like war. No, like street trash or some Uh shit. (laughs) Yeah, that would probably be like war, huh? That'd be cool. Otis Arungus comes back to life. You know, he like, he he, like brings him back by putting on fucking phallus in Wonderland. Oh my God. Anyway, it wouldn't be a record either. It'd probably be like a fucking iPod or some shit. Mm Or Spotify. He plays Spotify on the internet and it you know, anywhere Spotify's connected. Yep. They can Jump you know around. Yeah, oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm giving all the wrong ideas to people. <laughs> <laughs> well that's how it is. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we've yammered on about this movie long enough. Christina's tired. She wants to be on with it. I need to I have things to do. She's mad at we me about have... the physical media thing, probably. Yeah, well, you're ridiculous. And we got to go watch When Evil Lurks because it's streaming on Shudder. Oh, that's right, yeah. And check out my review. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah, we'll do that too. But next week, we do have some movies that we're going to watch. A little bit on the lighter side. Uh, They do probably have some stupid stuff in them. But we got Slother House from 2023 and... Crabs from 2021. That we're going to be watching. It's on Prime Video, so you can check that one out there. Slother House is on Hulu. That's right. That's right. So we just figured some fun ones, some easy ones that we've missed uh, the past however long. Crabs took forever to come out, by the way. It took like till this year. Like, I think you could buy it on physical disc, but I couldn't find it anywhere to rent or oh, anything. Oh, they couldn't get it to stream? Yeah, I even, like, wrote one of the producers and shit and, like, was trying to get it last year before the end of the year. And he was like, we'll try to get it out, but I don't know. He probably forgot. So, but yeah. So, I'm going to finally check that out. But technically for me, it just came out this year, so. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, thank you guys so much for all of this, this whole past month. You guys rock. We still got a few more days left uh, of this week that I'm going to do some stuff. You know, obviously, we're going to close it up shop for Voidtober on the Tuesday. We hope that you get as much candy as any one person could ever want. And uh, we hope you enjoy your holiday. We hope you've enjoyed Voidtober. And we hope you stick around for November and December, January, so on. And beyond. Beyond. The Void. The Void. But thanks for coming by, and as always, long live the voice.